All right, all right, welcome back here to the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, your host, Easy Money Sanders here. And I know, you know, I got my boy Duke with me. What's up, Duke? Straight? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All good, man. What's going on with you? Man, man can't complain, man. You know, another day. Another day to be alive, man. Another day to be blessed, for yes, sure. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, it's uh it's the end of an era, bro. It's crazy the way this 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 this, this playoff basketball been going, bro. First time, first time that we won't have either LeBron James or Steph Curry in the finals since 2010. That's tough. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. Two yeah. players. Come out. What eleven years? Yeah. Two players. It's the first time in. 10 years. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's tough, boy. And I think I saw, uh, I think it was another post saying that this is the first time since, I think, 90, 98, 98, 99. I have to go back and check on it. First time we want to see either the Lakers, the Warriors, the Spurs, or the Heat in the finals. Since 98, it's been one of those four teams in the finals at least once, you know. That's 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 worse. That's even that's more mind blowing. I was like the Lakers, that's three teams in the West. Uh three teams in the West and one team in the East. Dog, I was shook. I was like I think that's a worse stat than 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 the first one. Boom. First time, first time since nineteen ninety eight NBA finals without one of these teams. The Los Angeles Lakers, the Golden State Warriors, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Miami Heat. That's tough. That is crazy. That's tough. Dang, Atlanta, we gotta get it together. <laughs> Bro, I was oh, like, that's man. crazy. I dog. I was sitting up there like Really? Is that real? And I went back and I looked and I was like, oh, dang. I'm like, well, you got to think. And like, yeah, the Spurs the one, five. Yeah. Uh, LA, LA had the three P in two it. years with Kobe. Uh-huh. Last year, Miami with LeBron, D Wade in 06. And we yeah. all know the we all know the run the Warriors was on. I'm yeah, like, they went for a couple years. I'm like, yo, that's that's crazy, but man, hey, the the playoffs is moving along, bro. We we heading into the semis, uh, in both conferences. Uh, pretty much all spots are wrapped up, besides from uh, there's gonna be a game seven between the uh, Clippers and the Mavericks. But uh, we'll start out out east, um, and we'll start with the one seed, uh, Philadelphia. 76ers taking care of the Washington Wizards uh, four games to one. Um, I know we're pretty much not really surprised by that. Uh, we kind we kind of figured that this way that that was how the series was going to go, and uh, we we knew that you know uh, Russ and, and Bradley Beal could for sure get at least one uh, one dub out of their series. But uh, the gentleman sweep for um, the 76ers as they get ready to move on to the first round, but. Um, there are some concerns right now. Uh, Joel Embiid, I think, has a, a I think a partial tear in his meniscus. Um, he's listed as day to day, and uh, Ben Simmons struggles at the free throw line um, from the last series. I know that's definitely going to play a part as they get ready for that next round matchup uh, against Atlanta. So mm-hmm. um, quickly, 
just kind of go over how you feeling about how the series went, which I said, I know we're not really surprised. And then how concerning uh, both the injury to Embiid and what um, Ben Simmons should probably be doing with uh, with the free throw shooting. Yeah, so the not like you said, not a surprise, man, that the Sixers were going to win that series. I picked them. I picked them to to win that series in five. I thought that Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal would be able to gut up and and get one win. I thought both both of them that backcourt is too good to to get swept. So uh, wasn't a surprise there. It's just the Sixers just too much with Embiid and Ben Simmons and all the shooters and everything like that. But with Embiid being hurt, that is a major concern uh, for Philadelphia. He, he's kind of in the same realm for me as Chris Paul, where it's like, just stay healthy. Because you get to the playoffs and then somehow, some way they find a way, you know, something happens and they get hurt. So knock on wood, CP3 stays healthy. But he... If the Sixers, if if they don't have Embiid, they run the risk of of losing in this second round. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think this hot score I could get them in the second round, but they should be very concerned if Embiid cannot go. And uh, Ben Simmons has got to do. So he's 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 too good of a player to be benched in those clutch situations. But you see what Washington did. If you know if Atlanta or any other team. If they were uh, going to advance, takes that same approach, I would not be upset or mad at them. You're going to leave him on the court. He can't shoot free throws. Well, we're going to put him on the free throw line and give ourselves a chance to win the basketball game. So he's got to figure that out. He's got to shoot better from the free throw line. He's going to have to be a little more aggressive. He's going to have to give you something more on the offensive side of the ball if Embiid can't go because – the other night, Seth Curry went for 30. I'm not saying that that was a that is something that Seth Curry can't do, but on a nightly night out basis, I don't see Seth Curry going for 30 points again. You know, you're gonna need you have you know Seth and Danny Green and Tobias Harris. You're gonna need more from Tobias Harris, but you're gonna need Ben Simmons to step up if Joel and B cannot go. So it's gonna be rich tomorrow. We'll see. Um, you know, game one is tomorrow at that, sec- at that semifinal uh, round between the Hawks and the Sixers. It's going to be real interesting to see if Embiid can go and what uh, Philly decides to do. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what, what happens with that. I mean, obviously the big question is definitely Embiid to figure out how healthy he can be uh, because – uh, this this Atlanta team is no nobody to look over, bro. Like it, the New York Knicks, sorry for themselves as we uh, move along into that matchup. What happened in, in that first round between Atlanta and the New York Knicks? Um, Atlanta went on ahead and, and, and took it in five. Man, um, stole game one, stole the home court in game one, uh, held home court, held home court uh, in games three and four. And I mean, of course, once again, man, Ice Trey, Trey Young just went on ahead and sealed the deal um, out there in Game Five in, in Madison Square Garden to take care of the Knicks and, and them to move on to the next round to take on the Seventy Sixers. Uh, I know you was geeked, you was hyped, you was pumped after that after the series is over, man, because you you know 
from the area and everything like that. You know, we we got somebody that's normally on the show too, who's a Nick fan. I won't say his name. I know you'll say it for me. Uh, <laughs> but man, just tell me how how the initial reaction you was feeling for that, and uh, how did you thought the series went? Because I think I think me and you we both picked Atlanta. I thought it would go six, but I, I figured Atlanta would, would would top it out over New York. So I, I know we both went with the Hawks for sure. Oh uh, yeah, you already know I picked Atlanta. I'm very happy that this series is over. I'm very happy that it got over in five. If you want me to be completely honest, Sanders, we should have swept them if you want me to be completely honest with you. Um, the person that you're talking about, his name is Brashawn. Um, that series became very personal for me. Um, after game one, you win game one in Madison Square Garden, then all of a sudden, um, 8 o'clock in the morning, you get text messages sent to your phone and a group message of a certain somebody talking junk. And then every game after that, uh, up until about game four. So this series became very, very uh, personal. I know that uh, Trey Young did his thing. He took it personally. He did his thing and uh, went ahead and we went ahead and claimed uh, Mass Square Garden as State Farm Arena 2.0. Um, not gonna lie to you, Sanders. He went ahead and claimed that that is now the second home of the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I have no problem with the Knicks. Uh, well, let me scratch that. I have no problem with Dead Rose. I have a huge problem with the Knicks now. <laughs> if, this became, <laughs> if this became a rivalry, I'm not gonna lie to you, I would be all for it. Um, but it played out like I thought it would. I the Knicks were tough defensively, but I always felt like um, if we were healthy, because they beat the, the the Knicks beat the Hawks three times in the regular season, but the Hawks were never fully healthy. So I thought that a fully healthy Hawks squad would be able to take the Knicks in six games. All we had to do was split and take care of uh, business at home, and, and that's what we did. So. Um, not too surprising, man. You know, I didn't talk too much, Sanders. You know, I didn't talk too much, you know, in the group message. I just I just did my own thing as as Bashan was talking in the group and conversations kept going. I just let him talk and do his thing and the Hawks just kept winning games. So um, but I did take the liberty though of uh looking up some uh some very, very beautiful um vacation destinations for the Knicks. Since, you know, they're not, they're done playing basketball now. They'll, um, there's some places that they might want to go to go and see. It might be tough with COVID and everything, but I think they have the money to do it. Uh, Venice, Italy. I heard Venice is very, very nice this time of year. Um, I heard Australia. I heard Australia is very, very nice this time of year. Uh, Machu Picchu. Uh, I also heard that uh, Morocco. Morocco is also very, very nice. Uh, if you want to stay a little more domestic, Hawaii is a very, very, very beautiful beautiful state i've been to hawaii it's very nice so oh um, man julius Randon, you know his guys want to go out there boar boar grease i can go on for days i can go on for days so um <laughs> you know it's all good but what i do what i will say is that before they go on vacation because clint capella told him they was, he was going to send them on vacation he was going to send them home so before they go on vacation they all need to just go over to like tom thibodeau's house or like julius Randall's house you know talk things over, talk about the season, and just sit and watch game one tomorrow. Because they could have been playing tomorrow, but, you know, they're not. So That's tough. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. 
<laughs> but oh, again, man. I got the I got the vacation I got the vacation destination. So if they need them, Bashan, if you want to go with them, I got them. So just hit me up. I got you. My boy is a travel agent out here. He is selling out where to go. <laughs> oh man, that is hilarious. But uh, I'm saying here with you, man. I mean, it was just it was just too much offensive firepower, especially from Trey Young. They couldn't really stop him. Um, and if Julius Randle wasn't really getting it going, nobody else could. And I mean, the sacrifice that New York made for taking Derrick Rose and getting him off the bench and actually starting him was, I mean, it was okay for that first part, but then it break, pretty much it, it crippled their bench. Uh, but if, if I'm a New York Knicks fan, I wouldn't be too disappointed. Uh, I really wouldn't be disappointed in this season at all. I mean, they they really overachieved. Uh, no one thought that, you know, New York would even make the playoffs, even sniff the playoffs, let alone be a, a top four seed in the East. Uh, so they, they should definitely not hang their – Heads uh, down. Uh, they should. They should really be happy. Um, like I said, man, I think they they remind me of how Brooklyn was a couple years ago. Overachieved, made the playoffs. Um, they got somebody there that you know that that led the team. Don't know if they can be a leader, but they led the team. And I mean, they got they got plenty of money in cap space that they can go possibly get out here and get a superstar. Um, don't know exactly who might they be looking for, but. Something they need to do. And uh, probably another thing before they go out on their trips and everything like that, uh, they might need to handcuff R.J. Barrett and uh, Julius Randle left hand and just have them work on that righty because they, they was going, they was trying to go left every time. And I'm like, hey, you, you got to do something differently. You oh, got to yeah. do something differently. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, yeah, in all seriousness, no, yeah, I think then Julius Randle can't be your number one scoring option. So they need – they need a guy who can be that number one scoring option who can go get his own, uh, you know, go and create his own shot and go get a bucket when you need it. Julius Randle, he's definitely deserving of that most uh, improved player award that he uh, earned and earned this year. And he was an MVP candidate for for a while and everything like that. But he can't be a number one scoring option, especially once you get to that playoffs and everything like that, because they play solid defense. But if you can't score, it don't matter. Facts, facts. It really don't. Uh, man, moving on to the next first-round matchup out in the East. Uh, this one was a quickie. Uh, <laughs> Miami and, and Milwaukee. Uh, the Bucks took care of the Heat in a, a clean sweep. Um, just dominant fashion. I mean, pretty much after the game two blew out, we was thinking like, yeah, this, this, this one might be over with. And uh, Milwaukee go ahead and, and, and gets the sweep. Um, I guess I know. I don't, I don't know if we should be talking about this one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then moving on. <laughs> I don't know. But um, this series. I mean, I mean, it, is it? I think you know. A lot of people are going to look at as far as Miami, uh, getting with the sweep here. Um, knowing that pretty much like the shooting that they had last year within the bubbles in the playoffs, um, it's just it just wasn't there this year. Like Tyler Hero wasn't as effective, and Duncan Robinson they wasn't as effective as they were um, last season or you know last playoffs. Like the the numbers don't fall off that bad. It's it's not it's not even that big of a difference. It's just the fact that they're just not hitting it hitting the shots at the same clip that they were hitting it in the bubble 
uh, last playoffs. And, you know, they just, I don't know, they struggled. And it's just, it's just crazy that the fact that Miami legit had a shot at James Harden and they decided to keep, you know, the young guys, which I guess, you know, in that moment, I can kind of understand why you would do that because it's like, well, you know, Harden's mo in the mo in the playoffs ain't been that great, um, and these guys did well for you last season. So I guess you know you're looking at that potential, but I, that's just kind of hard to me that the fact that they passed up on James Harden for these guys and they out getting swept in the first round, and Harden's in Brooklyn and he's pretty much you know if they shooting the way that they keep shooting, they on the way to a, 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 a chip. Yeah, it's – I remember, you know, when they were talking about him possibly – James Harden um, possibly going to Miami. And I was one of the guys saying you trade, you could trade one one of the young guys, but I wouldn't trade both of them. So I wouldn't have, gave, I wouldn't have traded Bam. But I would have tried to hold on to either Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson. So do I fault them for that? Not really, but now, you know, obviously – you know, in hindsight, you see it as like, well, okay, maybe they should have. But uh, they just got they just got bullied, man. After game one, you thought that this series was going to be a great back and forth, possibly going seven. And game two, Milwaukee said, yeah, no, nah, we're not having none of this. And they went ahead and took the series and did not let it go. Even game game three, I thought Miami had game three. And they found a way to to give up that lead. Jim, uh, Jimmy Butler did not play well at all throughout the entire series. I think they're going to need somebody else down there with him, another another star to go down there with him that can give you a little bit more. I don't know what was going on with Jimmy Butler. He just did not have a great showing, especially after what he did last year in the bubble during the playoffs and the performance that he put on. For him to come back and basically lay an egg and I'm not saying that it's their fault it's his fault that solely his fault that they lost but when you have a guy like that if a team loses it's not supposed to be you're not supposed to look at your star no the star did everything he could to help his team win and right now you can't look at Jimmy Butler and say that so he's got some stuff he got to take care of I know I saw something where Pat Riley said, you know, we know what we have to do and we're going to do it. So I don't know who they're going to be looking to go get, uh, in, you know, free agency or trades and this and that. You know, the draft is coming up and everything. But um, the Heat need to make some moves for sure um, to get some help in that backcourt. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I and and then going to, to Milwaukee side of it, I mean, we mentioned it before, man, like – you can just tell they went the moves that they made. They went to get guys that was basically gonna be like, "You're not gonna, you're not gonna bully us. You're not gonna punk us. We're gonna be the bullies." Like you can tell that they did that because I think that's what happened last year. Is really they got bullied by Miami, and they once they shut down Giannis, they knew nobody else really could do anything. And I just think they knew, like they knew at this point, I, we didn't want to get bullied no more. Getting. Getting uh, Drew Holiday, of course, um, PJ Tucker, Bobby Portis Jr. Like those, those to me, those three pickups right there 
is the main difference between them last year and this year. It's just the fact that they got somebody who's not going to be scared. Uh, they, they ain't afraid of nobody. They're going to make sure they play tough, play hard, uh, and, and, and give them something that they was missing um, last season. I think that, that's what's so big about Milwaukee. They just look like a way more – they look like a playoff team now more than just a regular season team with the roster that they got now. To me, they just look more like a playoff team. Yeah, no, definitely, man. When you add, like you said, Drew Holiday and P.J. Tucker, man, they they, they added a different dimension to that team. You got Giannis, and Giannis is going to do his thing. But you needed more help on defense, which is what you get with Drew Holiday and P.J. Tucker. But then you also get the shooting. You get shooting with P.J. Tucker. Just go, po- you know, post up in, at that corner, man. Just post in the corner. Just chill. We kick it out there to you, and then Drew Holiday can go – and get his, you know, 15 to 18 points a game and everything like that. So Milwaukee is definitely a player to come out of the East, especially with with Joel Embiid's health being in question right now. You're going into that series with Brooklyn looking like, okay, this is the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, if we can win this, we should be able to get to the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. So Milwaukee, I will make our picks and everything like that, but – I mean, Milwaukee is live. Milwaukee. Oh is yeah, live. they look. Oh yeah, they look real good, real good. Yeah, and then uh, finally, finally wrapping things up with the East. Fox first round goes. Uh, obviously, the odds on favorite to to win the whole thing. Uh, Brooklyn taking care of Boston as they should. Um, dealing with the injuries that they were dealing with and everything they were dealing with. Uh, Taking them out in five, four games to one. Um, man, what was it? Was that game four or game five? Well, I can't remember which game it was where the big three with Harden, KD, and Kyrie combined for 104 points. Game game four because Kyrie four. did not have a good game, game three. And then he went ahead and came back. was like, yeah, we finna go ahead and uh, shut all this down real quick. Bro. When they come, when those three can combine for over a hundred points themselves, who in the hell is gonna beat them? It's over, bro. They could have literally told everybody else on the team, "We just need you to rebound, play defense, and pass us the ball." That's it. If you rebound and play defense, we'll handle the scoring, and probably like, could have won the game, and probably still could have won the game. Like, bro, it's some teams that sometimes can't even even have even crazy like how defense isn't really even play like that in the NBA no more. It's some teams that sometimes can't even average a hundred and four points as a exactly. team. Exactly. And them three together get a hundred and four. Dude, if they do that, like I said, who and who is gonna beat these folks the, if they playing like that? The only team that can shoot with them is Utah. That's the only yeah. thing that can do with them. as a team. And now this is not three people. As a team, Utah is the only team that can shoot with them. But there's no other team left in the left in the playoffs that has three guys that's gonna go and do that. And I'm not saying that they're gonna that the big three for Brooklyn is gonna go do that on a consistent basis, but there's no other team in the playoffs that's gonna have three guys that can go and get you 104 points like that. So, All right. It's, I mean, they're going to be a tough out. I didn't see – I didn't obviously pick Brooklyn to win that series. Um, you know, I was surprised that, that Boston got one. 
Um, especially missing Jalen Brown. I thought Jalen Brown was playing. They definitely could. I could definitely see them getting one. But they got one, you know, in spite of that without him. So um, that's good. They showed some fight and everything like that. But they – Brooklyn is – Brooklyn is just different. That's the best way to put it. They're just different. You, <laughs> you got to be able to – either you got to be able to score with them or your defense has to be like – and I don't even know which guy you pick to say, okay, let him do his thing and then we shut everybody else down. Like, I don't even know if there's a guy. Like, I don't even know who you want to do that to. Like, who do you let go off? Because mm. Harden and KD can go 50. Right. In the blink of an eye. And you mess around, Kyrie go for 40. So, I mean, that, yeah, that series is, is, is going to come down to defense. Giannis is the only person who has the size, length, athleticism to stick KD. Can he guard him? Can he shut him down? Probably not. But he's the only person that can go out there and stick with him for sure. So it's going to be interesting to see how they how they handle this defensively uh, between Brooklyn and, and Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, that's probably oh real quick before we get into that. I guess with the with, with the Boston side, um, the effect <laughs> that this series has just had on them. Um, so Danny Ainge steps down as uh, president or GM or of basketball or operations. Uh, the position that he had, he steps down. It seemed like that Brad Stevens was going to get relieved of his duties, but instead of getting fired, I guess he gets a promotion and he takes. <laughs> He takes the role. He takes the role of Danny Ainge. So now they're on the head coaching search. Uh, so you know, obviously, you know, we don't know what direction that they're going to look into, but definitely going to be a, a coaching search there uh, for that. Um, hopefully, they get you know Jalen Brown comes back and gets healthy. Um, they can kind of take care of let, let everything else kind of take care of itself, but. Um, I think yeah, this this uh this Brooklyn and Milwaukee series probably is going to be. I think, in my opinion, it's going to be the best series out of all the other series, out of all the other semis. I think this is going to be the best one, and I, I know that's hard for me. I know that's crazy to say because out out west is always a battle. It seems like every time someone is going to go at least six or seven each one, but I, I just think as far as like. Cause I'm with you. We we don't know. We really don't know what's gonna happen with Embiid. So, you know, that's not a that's not a that's not a gimme for the Sixers against Atlanta. It's almost like whoever wins this between uh, Boston and Milwaukee is probably gonna be the favorite to come out of the East. Yeah. Yeah. I'd... Boston, man. I'm not going to say too, too much, <laughs> but I was on the assumption that Brad Stevens was on the hot seat to lose his job. Um, obviously, I was wrong. The fact that he got promoted to, to president of basketball operations definitely rubs me the wrong way. Um, he wasn't doing a great job coaching this team. Now, granted, he has some injuries and things of that nature. Some guys didn't work out. 
Kimball Walker doesn't seem to uh, remember how to play basketball the way he did when he was in Charlotte, things of that nature, be as consistent as he was when he was in Charlotte. But I thought the man was going to lose his job, and he ends up getting a promotion. And now it brings up the question of who else was waiting in line for that job? I'm open, but who else? was For that, I believe he And who who will it be? Will it be a black guy? Will it be like so? I don't know, man. Boston is all over the place right now. I'm not even going. I don't want to get too deep into it, man. But they got some issues up there yeah. in the now. Yeah, man. They, I think they'll figure it out. Though. They'll find a guy that'll fit for for him, and I think everything will be all right. But uh. Man, so who you got? Philly, Atlanta, who wins? How many games? You had to ask me that. <laughs> hey, I mean, yeah I, st- yeah, I still got to ask you. Hey, man, say like this. I got the Hawks. Uh, I got the Hawks, regardless if Embiid is playing or not. Uh, I'm going to take them in I'm going to take them in six. We got to split. Go up there tomorrow. We have to split. We got to split. If Embiid is not playing, we got to take advantage of that. We have to. We got to go up to Philly and split game one and game two and then do what we did in that first round, come back, take care of home court, and go from there. It's not going to be easy at all. This is going to be a good test to see where we are. Because you're talking about, I believe that the Hawks fully healthy were one of the top four teams in the East anyways. But um, I got the Hawks in six, man. I got the Hawks in six. Regardless of health of Joel Embiid, I don't think he's going to – I don't think he's going to play tomorrow. I don't think he'll be playing tomorrow. And I don't know how long this is going to go. But I'm going with the Hawks in six, man. Ice Trey. Mm, man, that's, this is tough. Uh – Cause I'm, I'm I ain't gonna lie, bro. Atlanta, the Hawks, they they scare me, dog, for sure. Yeah. Because if yeah, if there's no if there's no MB this game one, for sure they gotta they gotta steal it. They have to steal it. Like you got to. There's no there's no way around it. Like like how Memphis took game one from Utah mm-hmm. out in the West because there was no Donovan Mitchell. Like you gotta take that one and you just gotta go from there. Cause if they take that one, then. This it, it can easily very well be Hawks and six. Yeah, uh, you, can, you cannot come back to Atlanta down 0-2. Mm, um, 
But I, I think, I think those, uh, those other players might try to step up for for Philly. I don't, I don't know if they get the first two. I think it's gonna be a split. I think it's gonna split one one. But after that, I'm really not sure. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm a. I, I'm gonna go with Philly because I kind of been high on them anyway. But also, I'm gonna go with Philly in seven. I'm gonna say it goes seven. Okay, it's not gonna be easy, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Hawks ended up taking it and then knocking them out. But I'm, I'm gonna go with Philly in seven. Uh, oh. what what about over there with the uh, the Bucks and the, and the Nets? Uh, game one is tonight, so we about to see how that's gonna go in a few minutes, actually. Yeah, it's a toss-up for me, man, uh, to be honest with you. This is a toss-up. It's definitely, it's, it's, it's really can, 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 can Milwaukee slow them down offensively? Being in the Nets, can they slow down the Nets offense or can they score with them? You got to do one of the two. Oh, this is tough, man. Uh, I know at the beginning of the season I said if Brooklyn does not get to the finals, it would be a, uh, this season would be a failure. So, I'm going to go with Brooklyn. I'm going to go with Brooklyn. I'm going to go with Brooklyn in seven. I would not be surprised if Milwaukee won this series. Yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you. I'm going Brooklyn in seven, too, because honestly, I think think the Bucs is the only team out east that can can like beat Brooklyn four times, uh, cause cause the thing about Philly that troubles me is just what we already talked about is the health of MB and Ben Simmons not being able to shoot the ball, mm-hmm. uh, not shoot free throws, and what does the what can the others do? With Milwaukee, it's like you know what you're gonna get. They're gonna give it to you. You know what's coming. We're gonna. I saw you, Giannis. We're gonna try to penetrate, kick, shoot, get our shooters open, get Chris Millicent. Like you know what's gonna happen with the books, and you know what's coming. You just gotta stop it. Can you stop it? And that's the thing about that's the thing about Brooklyn. It's like, you know, don't give me like they can score all those points, but let's just say if them guys are having an off night, defensively, that is not a great team. Um uh, Defensively, that is not a great team, you know. So that that can that can bring some 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 trouble for sure. But I think they still gonna have enough to pull it off. I'm gonna go Brooklyn in seven, but I'm with you. I would not be surprised if Milwaukee pulled off the upset. So I think it's gonna be Sixers, Nets, Eastern Conference Finals. You saying Hawks, Nets? Eastern Conference Finals, but we ain't gonna be surprised if it end up being the Bucks in there. Either. So that's that. That's how we're looking at it from the East. 
Uh, let's let's switch gears and go out west. Um, so of course Utah, uh, after losing game one to Memphis, reels off four straight once they got Donovan Mitchell back. Um, took care of their business against the Memphis Grizzlies. They moving on uh, to the second round. Um, just talk about their series, what you saw from there, from from either side, Utah or Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. Memphis is a young team on the up and up. They, uh, like you said, we t- they took that that first game in Utah without Donovan Mitchell. Um, I picked Utah to win the series. You know, just waiting to see when Donovan Mitchell was going to come back. And once he came back, you knew the series was going to be over. Um, he wasn't playing, you know, an exorbitant amount of minutes and everything like that. But him just being on the court in Utah, they become a completely different team with him on the, on the on the court. When he's on the floor, they're a completely different team. So, um, wasn't surprised with the outcome. Like I said, Utah, one of the best three point shooting teams in the in the league. So, you know, they're going to be able to struggle from three and everything like that. So, like I said, I think, I believe they're the only team that can shoot with Brooklyn. I believe they're the only team that can shoot with Brooklyn. But Donovan Mitchell is a bad boy. And I believe they have the Nuggets, if I'm not mistaken. Or... Uh no, they they getting the winner uh between the the Mavericks and yeah they're waiting still the Clippers and, and Mavericks so whoever whoever draws that they they got some trouble on their hands because Utah Utah is, is tough they're gonna be tough to beat so um, yeah really no surprise in this series yeah I mean man the thing that the, like the thing with Utah is you know they say you know the saying goes you live by the three you die by the three and you know they do but man like if they hitting them if they hitting their threes they are they are hard to beat they're very hard to beat and then when Donovan Mitchell can just pick his spots and get wherever he wants to get to on on the court that makes a big difference too um Great season from the Grizzlies, though. I mean, young team, young up-and-coming team. They they got something good in John Morant. It ain't been too many times that, and this this is just me talking about the hometown city. It ain't been too many times we had them top lottery picks and we end up making the right pick. We didn't we didn't had our fair shares like this this getting job was a blessed disguise that we needed because there was times where we picked like folks like Hashim to beat. <laughs> it's just been so many yeah it's just been so many times it's like we've been in that lottery situation and we ended up just not getting the right picks and no one wanted to come to Memphis but obviously man now this, these these young group of guys that got there with John Morant Dylan Brooks um Brandon Clark Jaron Jackson Jr if he can stay healthy he just can't never stay on the court I really don't understand but uh Man, they got a they got a young they got a young they got a young young core man that's really there. And I think what makes them a little bit different is is having Ja. Like, don't get me wrong, that grid and grind era was amazing, but couldn't like couldn't none of them boys, couldn't Zebo, Rudy, TA, Mike, Mark, could none of can't none of them do what, what Ja can do. It's just, and it's no disrespect to them, but 
having him there makes a big difference, man. So they definitely going to always be a play in here for making these playoffs. And let's just see how far up they can take it. Uh, but, yeah, Utah, man, they're going to be something to deal with. Whoever, whoever comes out of that, that Clippers-Maverick series, they, they're going to have a hand school coming back game one for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's go to let's Denver and Portland. Um, man, so Denver come out on top in six, winning four games to two. Uh, man, me and you both call it. And just go ahead, hand hand him the MVP trophy, man. Nikola Jokic. I mean, he went off in this series, bro. He he averaged thirty three. 10 and 4. 10 and a half. He had 33, 10 and a half rebounds, 4 and a half assists, and he shot 50, 40, and 90. So, 50% from the field, 40% from 3, and 90 from the free throw line. If you can do that in the series, you should win it. You should win that series just alone, just off of that. So, um, man, and the, the fact that Denver did this with no Jamal Murray, like, is is crazy. For sure, crazy. And then for for me, um, I I kind of want to see. I do want to see a little bit more from Aaron Gordon, just to kind of help out a little bit more. But I mean, if ain't nobody stopping Jokic, then it's just it, it is what it is. But um, man, just give quickly thoughts about how you you know saw this series and the way it went, and, and you know what's next for. What's next for Denver and, and what's next for Portland? Because they they got they got a lot to they got a lot to handle and you know they've uh, the the word they like to use is parted ways with Terry Stotts. I just mm-hmm. say that you still end up being fired, but neither here nor there. It's just how you how you feeling about all of that? Yeah. First off, Yogi's just a bad boy. Just he's a bad he's just he's a bad boy. He's an issue, man. You just there was nothing he was putting Nurkish in foul trouble all, all series long. They were saying on the broadcast last night he was averaging well a couple nights ago, he Nurkish was averaging five fouls a game. He just couldn't do anything with him. He creates his own he creates fouls, he creates his own shot, he can shoot the three. Like he creates for others, his teammates, like he's just He's a tough matchup. He's a tough cover for anybody. And when you waste the performance like you did in game five by Damian Lillard and you lose that game, it's tough. There's mm-hmm. no way that Portland was supposed to lose that game. There was no way that Denver was supposed to win that game with the way that Damian Lillard performed. And they found a way to pull it off. And so you're going into game six, and he had some more help. Guys showed up and everything like that, but Portland doesn't have enough defense. You don't have enough defense. Your Nurkis gets into foul trouble, so now he's trying to play, trying to play a little more cautious and play, be a little bit smarter. But now Jokic is going off. You don't have another big body to throw at him. You're trying to throw. Robert Covington was checking him a couple times. Uh, Zach Collins, he's on the bench. He's hurt, so you can't he he can't take some of that responsibility off of Nurkish defensively and things of that nature. You know that your backcourt is one of the best backcourts in the NBA, but 
what they give you offensively as much as they do offensively, you know, they lack for some of they lack some of the defensive prowess that you would like to see because of their size and everything like that. So Portland has to one, I as I know Dame is loyal and I love that about him. I love his his mentality. I love the fact that he's loyal to the city of Portland. But man, either you got to leave Portland or you or they gotta get you some more help, man. Or he's gonna Portland's gonna have another guy who his 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 talent and his greatness was, for lack of a better term, wasted in Portland and won't have any thing to show for it. No championships or nothing to show for it. So they've got to do something. I know, like you said, they parted ways, you know, quote unquote parted ways with Terry Stotts and everything like that. But they've got to get my man Dame Dollar some help. They got to get some help. He is too great, too great to be exiting in the first round. And unlike Jimmy Butler, this was not his fault. It was not his fault that Portland lost that series. He did everything he could to win that series. So it's unfortunate, man. But Denver is just like Milwaukee to me. Denver is alive to come out of the West. Even without Jamal Murray. And they're supposedly supposed to be getting Will Barton back. So if you get that back, if you get Will Barton back, that definitely helps. But Denver oh. is alive. Denver is live to come out of the West. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, getting Will Barton back is definitely going to help. Um, definitely going to help. But, yeah, the, I don't I don't know what Portland's going to do, man. I mean, it, it's either, it was either one. It was either one or two things. You was either you just going to blow this team up and try to figure out, uh, you know, what to do as far as, with you know, personnel. Or you go a different coaching route. And uh, right now, it seems like they're going to go a different coaching route. Um, word out there is that um, Damian Lillard, Dame is going to have a lot of say-so in, in the next coaching and the next coach who who, who he wants to have in there. Um, the word is that is that he wants Jason Kidd. Um, but you obviously, you just knew that it was going to be time for Terry Stotts to get up out of there because it's just – like defensively, they just been terrible. They couldn't, they couldn't stop the pick and roll at all from Denver. They couldn't stop it at all. That's how they was killing them with that whole series. It's just pick and roll. Uh, but I mean, you know, they made the playoffs every year besides uh, his first year there. Um, but I mean, four first round exits out of the last five years. You know, that's that's cool that you're making it, but there's no deep run in there. And they got – on paper, it always looks like that they have the talent to make deep runs. Yeah. Um, and they only made one deep one, which was getting to the, the conference finals two years ago. Um, but also, never staying healthy, is a that's a problem too. But it, it is what it is. But the word is out there that Dane, Dane wants Jason J. Kidd as the coach. Um I wonder how that would go. I wonder if they're actually going to let him really get uh, get a say-so in it. I hope they do if they're letting him stay there. Um, but then I'm pretty sure there's probably going to be some teams that's going to try to, I don't know, make some moves for him, try to make some trades for him, and, and try to get him out of Portland and get him somewhere where he could actually possibly seriously win him a, a championship or at least make some runs here with another team. I'm, I'm pretty sure New York might try to grab him. 
Um, I'm pretty sure the Lakers are going to try to grab him. No, no telling who else is all in, who could be in the in the running from for him if they want to do a trade. Um, but I don't know if, if Portland is going to let him, you know, have the, the say so or, you know, the uh, influence on who the next coach is going to be. Yeah, he, he's probably going to stay in Portland if they let him do that. <laughs> so, uh, just wondering how that's going to go. And then, um, and then, um, <laughs> and then uh, you got Phoenix, man. Phoenix taking out the defending champion Los Angeles Lakers in six, four games to two. Devin, Devin Booker was on another planet last night. I mean, not yeah. no Thursday night. I'm sorry. He's on another planet Thursday night. He was not. That wasn't human, dog. That wasn't human. Yeah. That was very, that was very Kobe esque. Is I would I would put that. That was that. It looked like Kobe was out there for a minute, dog. For real, like he couldn't miss. He couldn't, bro. We he couldn't miss. We was we was we, you know we was talking earlier, bro. And we was like, bro, he, he he couldn't miss. I mean, it was it was <sighs> ugly. He just it was like, oh my gosh, this boy. He 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 was slowing down. No, <laughs> like I'm no, I'm gone. And this, I'm talking about three pointer here, lay up here, dunk here, three pointer here, three pointer here. Like he's 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 different, man. That boy right there, he's you got a lot of these dudes, man. A lot of these younger guys have been showing up and showing out in their first time. You know, their first time being in the playoffs. Uh, Luca, he's doing this thing. We'll talk about him in a minute. But Luca, Devin Booker, Trey Young, John Morant did his thing. Like these young guys, man, are doing their putting in some work here in the you know in their first stints right here in the playoffs, man. I'm sorry, this wasn't Luca's first first time in the playoffs, but um, you see where I'm going with it. Yeah, but Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton too. We gotta get some 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 love, some love and some props to DeAndre Ayton too because. That matchup, and obviously, you know, AD wasn't able to go, you know, the last couple of games because his uh, the groin and everything like that. But when he was going, DeAndre Ayton was toe to toe with him. He was toe to toe with him. He was he wasn't backing down. He was going standing right there with him, um, putting in work. So um, Utah, I mean ah, Phoenix. I'm sorry, I keep getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Because yeah. that was my pick. Going into the playoffs, one of those teams was my pick to get into the Western Conference Finals. Now that the Lakers are done, obviously, we could see Utah and Phoenix. But Phoenix is, I mean, you got some young, hungry. They were just faster, quicker. They were just all of that than the Lakers, man. Um, I think, obviously, AD going down did not help. But... You gotta. It's next man up, man. We, this is we. This is the NBA. This is the pros. Guys are going to get hurt. I get it. That Anthony Davis means a lot to that basketball team. But if I'm anybody else, you have got to step up and show some type of fight. Show some type of fight. I mean, Game Five. That game was over within the first quarter that game was over it didn't matter who played that night 
that game was over in in Phoenix. And then you turn around in game six, and it's more the same. LeBron, he was not healthy. He told us he was not going to be 100%. He wasn't healthy. He looked tired out there, but he just could not get any help from anybody else on that Lakers roster. Couldn't get help from anybody else. And I told I told some guys that I know that are Lakers fans, I told them you could not sweep on Phoenix, regardless if they are healthy or not, being the Lakers. Regardless if the Lakers are healthy or not, you could not sweep on Phoenix. Phoenix is not a team that did not get a two seed for no reason. And the 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 blatant disrespect that was pinned towards Phoenix of well yeah nah the Lakers will go ahead and just roll over them. Like they didn't earn the two seed in the West. I feel like that probably took that a little personal. And Devin Booker said, oh, okay, well I'll just show you and we'll go on about our day. And that's what he did. So um, I listed those vacation uh, destinations a little bit earlier. I won't go back through the, the entire list, but, you know, Italy, Bora Bora, Morocco, you know, domestic with Hawaii, you got Canada, you know, right across the border and stuff like that. Everybody might need to just stay in L.A. and go to LeBron house and just go out there and train, get the bike. <laughs> but, um yeah, it's uh, it's definitely this is definitely. I'm liking, I'm liking the the new teams on the scene. Um, I like seeing that because you get to learn about guys that, I, especially out there on the West Coast, we don't get. You know, we're gonna stay up to watch the West Coast games. So now we're able to learn about some of these guys that we might not have ever heard about. So I'm liking these new teams, this new blood that's in the NBA playoffs right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's definitely a new wave definitely coming in, bro. Like, it, it's coming. It, it might be here. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it might be here. Uh, I don't know. We will. We we'll, we'll see what Clay Clay Thompson and stuff have to say about next year when they when they get back. But uh, other than that, yeah, the the, the new wave might be here. Boy, don't uh, get me man, started. don't get me started on them, boy. Hey, hey, I'm I ain't sleep. I ain't sleep now. As, as much as I'm 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 anti Warriors for sure, but I ain't sleep. <laughs> I am not sleep on that. When he get back, hey, league might be in trouble, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. For real, bro. Because like my my here's my thing with the Lakers, right? So I understand like matchups, and, and you know maybe you just got to play certain guys more than others. But you have the reigning six man on your roster in Montrez Harold. Why is he getting DMPs? Not no minutes. Like didn't play at all. Because you know what I'm saying. Because it was like for me, it was like at some point, like I, I just felt like. You, you needed somebody out there with some heart, bro. Like, Drummond be looking lost. He look like he ain't into it. I much love for Marcus Gasol, but, like, he he ain't he is slow-footed. He can't keep up with them young guns. I I felt like they would have had a better chance. Maybe they would have played Tez a little bit more. But, I mean, you know, I'm not the coach. I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't make those decisions. I just – I don't know. It just it just felt weird to me because, like you said, like you you know, yes, AD being hurt and going down is a big difference because none of those guys are AD. But you mean you mean to tell me you don't think you can't get a 
a decent game out of out of Montreal's Herald, who was the reigning at that point, the reigning six men of the year. Like you can't you can't get nothing out of that. Like I don't get it. You can't get nothing from him. You don't just you don't think it can work at all. I mean Kyle Kyle Kuzma pretty much we we needed that ABP sent out for Kyle Kuzma. Um I mean, you know, you come on, like man, you know, LeBron was riding, was was going to bat for this man, and, and it, some games he was not null and void, was like not there at all. Like, uh, I I don't know, I don't know what the Lakers do next because it's like now I'm not even sure if they can get another title run in because this this was their time to try to get at least two in. For sure, because because of dealing with how the Warriors were dealing with injuries, and uh, we wasn't quite sure. We still don't know about the Clippers, and and basically everybody else is either young or missing some missing some guys out west. And b- before the, the 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 James Harden moved to Brooklyn, I mean, you know, it it would have been crazy to see, but I don't know. And for me, for AD, it's like. I don't know what he's doing in the offseason, but whatever he is doing, he needs to stop. And he needs to find something else to do to make sure he stops getting hurt. Because I don't understand. It's like almost every time you look up, like it's almost getting to the point. Anytime he fall down, you like, oh, hell. Is he hurt again? He's blowing it. <laughs> you, know, you know, like it's, it's, it's crazy. You blowing it. You got a man that's thirty six, going on thirty seven years of age, and I, I, I get it. Everybody's body is different, but how many injuries can I, we can probably count on? Maybe two hands. It might just be one, but let's just say two hands. How many times we've known of LeBron to be hurt? Maybe like, 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 ser- hurt. like seriously hurt. Seriously hurt. One twice. Hand. Twice, exactly. yeah. The, the ankle this year and the groin from two years ago, and they didn't make the exactly. playoffs. So, if you're talking about just hurt in general, you know, injuries, stuff happens, maybe two hands, but talking about seriously hurt, one hand. So, whatever you're doing, dog, you got to You have to stop. You have to. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to hear. Yeah, I, you know, they won championship last year and everything like that. He is a champion. I get it. But when your boy needed you, you weren't there because your groin was messed up. Mm-hmm. And a groin injury is nothing to play with, but wow, it's always something. That's how I feel about with Embiid. It's like you can't stay healthy, man. What are you doing? And again, you know, you're bigger, so you have you know taller, so you longer extremities and everything like that, and all that. Right. It's like, come on, man. Like that means you should be taking extra care of your body. That's all that means to me. You should take extra care of your body, and if you're not. You're not doing whatever you need to do to take care of your body. So when like this come about, when it's time to rock and roll and go win another championship, you're ready to go. Not you sitting on the bench. And I definitely, definitely give him props for trying to go because a groin is nothing to play with. So I'm not worried about his groin. Facts. Nothing to play with. It's a a lot like a hamstring. Yeah. It's just the the the. It does not look good because you are always hurt. You are always hurt. So, and and the Lakers have invested. They gave you the max five years. 
So when LeBron is gone, that's your team. It's you. You are that's your guy. team. So like, and and then is, and and then is for me. It's like, bro, like the Lakers. I'm from from what I've from what I've always known. I don't know if it's anything different now. They've always had like one of the better training staffs, like in the league. Like, and it's it's facts. It's proven. Um, uh, it's facts. It's proven, bro. Like when when Paul Gasol was in Memphis. He stayed hurt, especially with his foot. He always had like some foot troubles or whatever like that, bro. Like, but once he got to LA, like he never had that problem again, bro. Like he never got he. I don't think he ever had a serious injury when he was there in LA that I can think of. So I'm just trying to figure out like what is like what is AD doing or not doing to where he just always is hurting something. And it's like his is and his lower it's a lower body injury too all the time. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't I don't understand. I don't need I really I don't understand it man. But um he got extra time to heal it now so <laughs> all right <laughs> but man that's that's gonna be a wild series right there between Denver and, and Phoenix. That's man that is gonna be a good one. That that's gonna be a good one too. Um, dang, who you got in that one? <laughs> in uh, Phoenix. Yeah, in Denver, Phoenix. Phoenix. I'm gonna go with Phoenix, man. I'm gonna go with Phoenix because of Chris Paul. I'll go with Phoenix because of Chris Paul because Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, go and get your 18 points and. Uh, 10 assists, but the way he's able to control the game, the way he's able to lead, you know, control the pace of the game, the tempo of the game, and everything like that, I think that's going to be big in this series. Um, and I think Devin Booker is that deal. I don't think it's, it was a fluke or anything like that. I think he's he's real and he's here. I think Jokic is here, and I th- believe he should and will be the MVP. But I think Devin Booker is that deal. But I'm picking, I'm going to pick Phoenix. I'm going to pick Phoenix in six. Phoenix in six um, because of Devin Booker. Because of Devin Booker. I think he's the real deal. Yeah, I think I think this is his coming out party too. I mean, he kind of had it last season with the bubble, but I think this is continuing on that it's his coming out party. And I, I'm, I'm going with Phoenix too. I think they get it in six as well. Um I don't know. They just they just look like they 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 like they like they just prepped to make a deep run here to the to the conference finals. Now I just think right here is where I think this series here is where they are going to miss Dayus and Denver is going to miss Jamal Murray. Like, I think they I thought they had enough to get out of the first round um, against Portland just because of how bad they how bad Portland can be defensively, especially in the front court and the lack of score they can have in the front court, but. I think I think that second round, I think regardless of who it would have been, whether it would have been the Lakers or Phoenix, I think at this point, not having Jamal Murray was gonna gonna hurt them in the long run. So I think right here is where it's gonna hurt them. And I'ma go, yeah, I'ma go with Phoenix. I'm gonna go with Phoenix and six as well. Um so now we got the the last first round matchup that's still going on. Uh it, it'll be tomorrow, actually. You know, two words that, of course, everybody loves to hear. Uh, 
two words that everybody loves to hear um, in sports, and that's game seven. That's uh, <laughs> so we got Luca and the Mavericks against Kawhi and the Clippers. And um, man, I'll, first I'm a first I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'm give I'm gonna tip my hat off to Kawhi. Man, he had a special game, boy, last last night for sure, game six. Uh, because you know. I, I I was thinking like man, Dallas might go ahead and pull this off and, and get it in the back. And it, it seemed and it seemed like every time that they made a run, it was Kawhi coming yeah. out there and just killing everything that Dallas tried to do. Like he was unstoppable last night. Um, so how do you how do you think this this game seven is gonna go? It's it's in L.A., which normally. Uh, that would sound good for the home team for the Clippers, but in every game this series, it's been the road team winning. Dallas won the first two, the Clippers won the next two, and then Dallas won Game Five in LA, and then Clippers come back and win Game Six in in, in Dallas last night. So the home court really don't even matter at this point, which it kind of it, it kind of never really does in a Game Seven. Sometimes, but mm-hmm. in this one, it seems like it really don't matter because the road team has won every game this series. Yeah, that's what that's what makes this series. That's what makes Game Seven so hard to pick because at, up to this point, the road team has won <laughs> on the opposing team's court every game this series, so it doesn't help. I, I'm 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 picking I'm picking the Clippers. I'm gonna pick the Clippers to win it. I think that, I mean, like, like you said, I'm just gonna echo what you said. Kawhi Leonard. I'm talking about. I don't know what, how. I mean, Kawhi. He does not show any emotions or anything like that. And I'm not counting the man's pockets, or I don't know what his wardrobe looks like. But I don't know what's the most expensive bag he has. But he was in it. I'm talking about all in the bottom of it. <laughs> he was just, he was hitting shots from everywhere. Step back threes, deep threes. He was pulling up mid-range. Like, whatever he wanted to do, he was doing. And I think that he knows the magnitude of what is happening now because the Lakers are now out. So everybody believed that one of the two LA teams was going to be in the finals. Well, now one of them is gone. So if you're the Clippers, you believe now you have the best shot. If you didn't think you had a good one before, you have a very, very good shot at getting out of the West and playing and potentially winning an NBA championship. So, with all that being said and everything that's been going on with the Clippers, I believe that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard will show up uh tomorrow. And I think that I think the Clippers, I think the Clippers will win. It's not gonna be easy because Luca is that deal. And they have not been able to stop him and or Tim Hardaway Jr. So they're gonna have something to say about it. But I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick the Clippers to win tomorrow. And and get out of that first round, man. I'm glad you mentioned Tim Hardaway. That dude to play himself into some money. He finna get yeah. paid. Yes, well, he I mean, he. They they you. 
Luka's going to do his thing, but I was started saying, when you get to those first couple games, like, okay, well, we need to stop him. If I'm the Clippers, okay, Luka's going to be Luka. Stop Tim Hardaway. Because we can't have both of y'all going. Or someone's got to, someone has to get shut down. So if we're not going to be able to shut down Luka, okay, you got the Tim Hardaway, come on over here. Because you 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 doing too much. You doing too much. So the yeah, Tim Hardaway, like you said, he has played himself into some money for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Oh man. Bro. <laughs> The anti-Clippers and me want to want to go with Dallas, just so we can just so we can just have some more parity created <laughs> within the playoffs. But uh, I think ultimately, I think it's just I think it's gonna come down to where Kawhi and PG is gonna step up um, when it matters the most, and I think they finally go ahead and get it done. So I think the Clippers do escape, but if Dallas pulls this off and and beats them in Game Seven. Oh my God, man! Oh my God, that's that's yeah, 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 baby. That's that's about all I can say. Is just it's gonna be real dark in LA. The fact that but both both LA teams get put out the first round when they were the we you know the way people were setting this up and how the brackets were set up, they were they could have been on a collision course again to meet up in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. And they both get put out in the first round. If that happens, man, that is going to be wild. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think I think the Clippers is going to come out on top. They're going to find a way to get it done. Go ahead, take this seven game, and, and get ready to meet up Utah. And they, and they better be ready for that too, because that ain't going to be easy neither. No sir, no sir. They yeah. better get ready. They better get ready, man. But. Man, it's just the, the playoffs is just heating up. It's getting good, man. It's getting juicy for sure. Uh, we getting ready to wrap up this episode here, man. You got any shout outs, anything you want to say uh, to the people out here? Yeah, man. Always shout out to Lord and Savior, man, for getting us to another episode, getting us to another day where we can do this get back on the airways and talk, you know, sports talk and everything like that. Uh, obviously, I know everybody, you know, getting your vaccines and for people that aren't getting the vaccine and everything like that. So things are starting to open back up and uh, things of that nature. Just continue to stay safe. Continue to, you know, take precautions, you know, um, take your vitamins, all that type of stuff. You know, man, just continue to Stay healthy, man. Health is wealth. I really do believe that health is wealth, man. So continue to take care of yourselves and everything like that. Continue to tell your loved ones that you uh, you love them, you care about them. Continue to, you know, let that be known. And, uh, you know, I always say, if you haven't found it, you know, continue to search for your purpose. And once you, once you find what your purpose is here on this earth, do everything in your power to going for Philip, man. Well, that's it. Man, yes, sir. Man, definitely a uh, big shout out to the big man upstairs. Of course, without him, none of this is possible. Um, man, shout out to you, bro, for always, you know, coming on with me whenever you can. You know, very, very much appreciated for sure. 
man, shout out to everybody back home in Memphis. Uh, moms, pops. Um, shout out to my two women in my life. Um, right now as they chilling. Uh, man. You know, I know people are out here getting vaccinated, but still protect yourselves, man. You know, if you're choosing to wear your mask, still wear it. That's cool. You know, whatever you want to do with it, just do it. Um, but just, you know, still be be careful out here. Um, man, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. No means no. No means no. You know, a... a it's not officially the summertime yet, but, you know, it's getting hot out here, you know, and, you know, it's just, you know, it's that time of year. But, hey, always, always no means no for sure. Uh, man, like and subscribe to the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Um, you can listen to it on Apple, Google, Spotify, um, whatever, whatever uh, streaming podcast that you get your podcast from and that you listen to. Uh, man. Is special guest coming soon? Once again, I know y'all be like, "Bro, y'all didn't you didn't said this on the last two, three, four episodes, but nah, for real, <laughs> special guest, special guest is coming soon, man, for real. The first like special guest for the for the podcast is coming soon, uh, for sure. I've I been I've been in the works with this with, with this person, and they already down. They just said give them the day. So once I give them the day, it is it, on for sure. So. Special guest coming soon. You, you, I need the Charles Barkley button. Guarantee it. <laughs> I need the guarantee button for real. Special guest coming soon for sure, though, man. But uh, y'all definitely, um, man, tell your friends about it. Follow the Instagram. Follow the Twitter uh, for sure. Uh, tell your mom. Tell your friends about the podcast, man. And just, you know, stay tuned for the next episode, man. Once again, this has been the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.